You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to part 3 of our West of Scotland Football League 1st Division 2022-23 season preview right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. In this part of the series we will take a look at the following four clubs, Coburnley Laidside, Gart Cairn, Cumberland United and Johnston Borough. We spoke to Coburnley Laidside manager Tommy Malloy about their hopes and ambitions to get back up to the Premier Division following their relegation last season. Gart Cairns new manager Mick Dunlop about taking the steps into management himself and what he's got planned at Gart Cairns for the season ahead. Cumberland manager Tony Fraser about what he's got planned for the club this season as they look to get back into the Premier Division following their relegation last year. And Johnson Borough and their manager Jamie McKim about his ambitions for the club this season as they look to make the step up the leagues. We will start by taking a look at Coburnley and their manager Tommy Malloy. So it's a pleasure to welcome to the show the Coburnley manager Tommy Malloy. Tommy, it's a pleasure to welcome you on again. Thanks for joining me. No worries, mate. It's a pleasure. How are we? Brand new, thanks. I'm good. Um... Just looking forward to the season starting now, Scott. It seems after pre season's been quick, but dragging on a wee bit now. So, uh, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Brilliant. Obviously, the the club got relegated last season. It was obviously it was a it was a tough ask for any club to kind of stay up in the with seven teams going down. But what was the kind of overall thoughts of the season? Well, obviously, myself and Sean only went in in September, October, but. Listen, I think the seven can do and killed us, Scott, to be honest. It was always going to be a big ask with the position we took over the club in. But I think, listen, in a normal time, only two or three would have been doing that, but we wouldn't have went down. But I think the seven teams killed us, to be honest. So that is what it is. But for me, Coburnley should always be in that league. So the target is to get an immediate return this season to that yeah, league. Absolutely. It's obviously it's a, it's a very competitive league this season, was that fair to say? But the one we're getting into, aye, aye, every single week, Scott, it's going to be tough. Um, I think somebody would, people would be a liar if they could predict who's going to win that. It's going to be a hard ask every week, home away. It's probably going to be fixtures that nobody can really predict every mm-hmm. single week. And, uh, it'll be a right competitive league, but it's one that we are, we are targeting to get out of the first attempt. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, as well, uh, Sean's away. What was the How's it going to feel, kind of, knowing Sean there? Is it going to be weird? Well, no, I, 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 it did at the start, to be honest, because we've worked together for quite a long time. But, um, no, it's just one of these things. We still speak, I was speaking to him last night on the phone again, just about players and stuff. And that's what it is, do you know what I mean? I'm, I've been in the game long enough to know yeah. that nothing should surprise you anymore. So, no, there's no hard feelings there in between me and Sean. As I said, I still speak to him regularly. And, if I ever need an opinion on somebody, it would be one of the first that I'd pick the phone up to. Very good. What about the kind of quick turnaround? Obviously, it's been no long since the season ended and it's, we kind of feel as if it's, it's no long since the season starts. What's, your kind of, what's been your kind of preparations to, to get over that kind of so, quick turnaround? Well, for them, squad-wise, Scottish turnaround has been absolutely huge. I've signed 14 players. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I'm still trying to get one in this week. I spoke to um, and we've, we only kept four players for last season, so it's been a huge turnaround at the club. Um, most of the ones that left was my choice, others left for the main reasons, but it's been a massive turnaround, so they've gelled kind of quickly. That was my fear. It was probably, it could have collapsed if they never gelled as a team and stuff, or gelled as teammates away from their part, but it seems positive outside of things, and I think the fans are kind of quite happy with what they've seen so far in pre-season. So the management, management are encouraged by it as well. Yeah, obviously, when when you're mentioning there about your kind of transfer activity, you've went to kind of you went to your old club, Greenock, and brought in likes of Dylan McLaughlin and James Marks. Were they always kind of the the players you were looking to bring in as soon as you went? So to I did. Dylan's no no with us. Um, Dylan originally did sign, but other circumstances meant yeah. that he'll no longer be with the club. James is somebody that. I should have tried to get last year. I hold yeah. my hands up that one. Um, I, but it's, it, you know what it's like sometimes. You're just better off with what you know. But as I said, we've tried, what we tried to do this year is get legs in the team. And I know you, there's a couple of older players we've signed, but we've got a good mixture of youth and experience, Scott, and I think that'll stand us in good stead over the course of the season. I said 14 players is, when you look on paper, it's huge. Do you know what I mean? And I'm trying to get a 15th in before we're last friendly on Saturday. But as long I know that I can look myself in the mirror and how, however it goes this season, say that I put my own stamp on it, do you know what I mean? And it's basically all my signing, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, what's the kind of games in pre-season been like so far for you? Has it been good experiences? So, we've, we've had a lot of encouragement. I know people say results don't matter, but the day to me, if I'm being honest with you, fitness thing's never been an issue with our boys are fit. So, we've played Greenock, we drew with Greenock, beat Saul Coates, through with Clyde Bank and then we had our tournament at the weekend there where we beat the Ryan on Saturday and lost to Irving Meadow in penalties on a Sunday. So I'm honestly I'm I'm happy I'd be sitting here lying if I said that I'm concerned. I'm I'm happy with how the boys are mixing with each other. Um, and I'm happy with the level of performance. So we've got one game left in pre-season, which is a Saturday at home in Muir Cup at twelve o'clock, and then we've got two training sessions after that before the real stuff starts. Yeah, absolutely as well. If I was to give you like an overall target for the season, who would you take? We need to get promoted, Scott. Um, and I know maybe I could use excuses. It's a new squad and blah, blah, blah. But for me and us and other teams will be saying the same, but Coburnley Red side need to be in the top league at this level. And it's my job to get them back there. So that is a target. The players are made aware of when they sign. Coaching staff are in agreement with myself. We need to get promoted. But I know you can say that. It's not as easy as that, but that's where we need to be as a club in the Premier League. Well, we're wishing you all the very best for it. Thank you very much for coming on. Well, it's a pleasure. Scott, thanks very much, mate. Take care. So we are absolutely delighted to be joined by the Gart Care Manager, Mick DeMott. Mick, it's a pleasure to welcome you on. Thanks for coming on. No, no problem. Thanks very much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. How are we? No, I'm good, thanks. Good. Um... Obviously, finished the, the last match of pre-season yesterday. Um, we won 1-0 away to Renfrew, which was a, a good result. Performance-wise, there probably really wasn't that much in the game. Um, but, um, no, just delighted to get a, a, a victory and, and finish off the pre-season um, campaign with a victory and a clean sheet. And and hopefully that sets us up for the first league game next week against Rutherland with Enka. Very good. Obviously, that is your first job in management. How are you finding the, the change for going for a number two to a number one? Oh, it's um, it's 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 been hectic. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've loved every every second of it, but it's been um, 
Uh, it's been different. Um, uh, you know, normally when the, I mean, obviously I had one year last year as an assistant manager, which was a great experience. Um, I was with obviously David Gormley at Broomhill, which which was great. But uh, I think um, even being an assistant manager, it's it's a good job to have. You know, it's you know you're you've got a good input into things, but you don't have all the you know the sort of demands on you that that comes with with being a manager. So um no, it's definitely been an, an eye opener as to how much is involved in it. And and it's literally any other manager I'm sure that's been on here will tell you it's literally a full time job. But to be honest, I, I I love it. So I kinda complain. Yeah, absolutely as well. What was that big kind of gap came that impressed you? Were you impressed with the kind of overall kind of plans just, for the club and ambition? Yeah. Just, just when I spoke to, um, when I'd spoken to people about it, you know, the, the they've got, you know, uh, they've got um, Craig, Alec, Martin, guys like that who are the guys that sort of run the club in the background, and and I'd heard a lot of good things about them, um, and their plans for the club and very ambitious, and you know, the guys since I've been in have been excellent with me, you know, with regards to the support they've given me and allowed me to go and you know do what I need to do to try and improve the, the team on the pitch. Um, so, you know, I'm very, I'm very grateful for the help they've given me. Um, but no, as I say, and I think the, the facilities they've got at, at, at the club are, are excellent. You know, the pitch is excellent. They're doing a lot. I think they've came a long way in yeah. such a short period of time and they've always got plans to, you know, can they do better? Can they improve the facilities? Can we improve the team? All that kind of stuff. So, no, no, it's it's a very ambitious club, and I think that's in line with you know what I'm looking to do. Yeah, absolutely. As well, obviously, during the summer you've kind of had to kind of get and kind of refresh the squad completely. A couple of players left, like Eddie Ferns, Ross McNeil, have all left for like, Peter Hill and Caledonian Braves. But one thing that I want to touch on was bringing in Paddy Boyle. I think he's going to be a assistant as well. How big was it to kind of get him in, and how big an influence think he'll be? No, it was massive to be quite honest. Um, it wasn't. I mean, Paddy and I have, have always been, you know, pretty close. Yeah. You know, we played together at Dumbarton years and years ago, and then um, we always kind of kept in touch. And then we played together at Peterhead there just two or three years ago. Um, so I mean, if you were asking me when I initially got the job at Garkin, would I have thought Paddy would have been available to come in as assistant? I, I would have said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just. The, the way things sort of materialised and um, got to a point where we were, we were talking on the phone um, one day and he had said, um, oh, I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. And then I just thought, well, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. So <laughs> um, so I just put, put put it to him, look, you know, w- would you be interested in coming in as a, an assistant manager slash player? Um and he, he said, oh, no, look, I, I would be quite keen to do that. So, I, you know, I was delighted to, to get that done um, and relatively quickly. And I think, you know, he's played um, quite a few of the preseason games already. And you can see the the quality that he brings, the level of experience he brings. So, no, to be honest, I, I've been absolutely delighted to get Paddy. Brilliant. What about your kind of other sign as well, like Liam Watt, Roston Lock? Are you kind of happy with the business you've done so far? Um, yeah, I... I'm really, really happy with where we're at so far because, I mean, it is a big, you know, when you first go into a job, obviously, um, it, it's a big turnaround in players. Um, and I think to try and get, you know, everything done in one summer is, is difficult. 
Um, but to be honest, I'm really, really happy. We've obviously, you know, just under a week to the start of the season, but all in all, I'm I'm really, really happy where the squad is. Probably like most managers, though, you know, we're greedy. And mm. we would always like another maybe two or three in just to, you know, improve the squad. But no, overall, I'm delighted. Like, you know, getting getting Ross in um, was a big one for us. Yeah. Uh, quality he's got. Obviously, there, you know, I had had a, a helping hand with him being my brother, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not. So, no, that was obviously, uh, that was great. And, you know, I think once you, once you get the likes of, you know, Ross, guys like Paddy, I think it, it's kind of like a snowball effect. But that yeah. helps you attract yeah. other players of that standard. Um, and, and I think, like, obviously, we, we want I mean, we want he's an excellent player. I, I think obviously Ross coming in, Ross had played with with Watty at um, East Fife. So obviously it's like you know it's these connections that players have that enables you and helps you to be to be able to bring them in. So no, with, with the likes of you know those two guys that, that you've mentioned, I'm absolutely delighted to get those two on board, and I'm sure throughout the season you you'll you'll see exactly the quality that they bring to the team. Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, the the one thing when you look at this league is how competitive it is. There's sixteen top teams in it. What's your kind of overall targets for the season? How do you see Gap Cairn getting on? Oh, I, I mean, uh, we just want let, let's be honest that you, when you first come into somewhere, you're, <coughs> you want to be competitive and see. Be honest, I'm not uh, out with the group. Um, um, I'm not going to be setting like you know goals as in and telling people you know we're going to do this, we're going to do that. Uh, I'll speak to them privately about w- where I would want to see us come the end of the season. Um, but as I say, I I think like you know with the squad we're putting together, then you know I I think we'll do we should do well. Um, I think we're capable of doing well. I, I think it's also you know you need to get a feel for the the other teams in the league as well. You know, I think it's naive to sit here and say, oh, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. I think I always used to, you know, when you, you played in, in like, say, League 1 and League 2, you you know, there was 10 teams in the league and I always mm-hmm. felt like, see, once you'd played the first quarter, you'd played each team once, then you got a, a better gauge for exactly yeah. where you were and, and, and where you thought, you know, you could finish. So I think that'll be the case this year. And as you as you touched on, the, the league is so competitive this year. You know, it's a wee bit false in the sense of what you got seven teams coming down from the league above. I mean, so normally you would maybe have three come down. So in realistic terms, you've got four of the teams that probably wouldn't have been relegated that would still have been good enough to be in the top division. So it's a very, very competitive league. And, and, you know, we're under no illusions about, you know, how, how difficult it's going to be. Yeah, well, we're wishing you all the best for the season ahead, Max. Thank you very much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Not a problem. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. So we're delighted to be joined by the Cumberland United manager, Tony Fraser. Tony, it's a pleasure as always to welcome you on to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me back. Absolute pleasure. How are we? Yeah, all good. Join the weather. You can see a bit of sunburn for the weekend, so all good. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it's ridiculously warm when we're recording this. We'll touch on obviously the the season previous. It was always going to be difficult for for yourselves to stay up. We are seven teams going down. But what was your kind of overall thoughts in the season? Were you disappointed with how it ended? Um, 
yeah, we were, but as you said, at the start of the season, we always knew it was going to be really, really tough. Um, we only got the job maybe a few weeks before pre-season, and yeah. there wasn't a signed player at the club. So it was always going to be an uphill battle. Uh, no, but I think to be fair to the players, they battled away the whole season, never ever down tools. They always kept going and and any in a normal season they were outside the, they were up over the out of the bottom three. So they would have stayed up, which yeah. would have been a remarkable achievement in itself. Yeah. Um but I just felt with the seven teams going down, I, I thought the league was really, really poor. I thought the standard was really poor. And I think it was just because so many teams were going down. So many teams just didn't really want to kind of play. Um, it wasn't an enjoyable watch a lot of the weeks. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was one of the weird things, but we're looking back to 16 teams leagues now. The one thing, obviously, was uh, the quick turnaround for last season. There's not been a lot of time for the end of last season to the start of this season. How you kind of found that? How's it been to kind of get everything in order for the new season kicking off? Because uh, we, we, I think we played the very last game in the season, if I think I'm right. I was versus May or something, really. So I think our players maybe only had maybe three and a half weeks, something like that, off to recover. Um, some of them were saying, oh, we'll keep ourselves ticking over. And I was like, we'll be as well just doing nothing, just trying to let niggles kind of ease up. So, but to be fair, they've come back in probably better shape than um, what they would normally come because they had that short turnaround. But I just hope that it doesn't kind of catch up with players. Um, once the games start really kicking in, it's good that we're not playing midweek games. I think that's good for that'll be good from just going Saturday to Saturday. Yeah, um, definitely. So I think at the start of last season, when it was um, Monday, Wednesday, what's um, Wednesday, Saturday, Saturday, you could see not just my team back, it's other teams we were playing against. There was players coming off injured constantly. And especially after, after the long layoff of the whole COVID thing, I just don't think it was fair on the actual players. Obviously, pre season as well, it's a bit more kind of. A normal pre-season as opposed to like in the last couple of years. How how you kind of found it? How good has it been to get some games under your belt heading into this new campaign? Uh, our games have not actually went very well, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> trainings went well. We were really pleased with how we've trained and when we were first couple of games and it's a bit of a shock to the system. Um, just never worked for whatever reason. But after the last few games, there we started to kind of, you can see it starting to come together. And, and like everybody else, we'll still get players on holidays and whatever. Um, no an excuse, everybody's got the same thing. But no, we're looking forward to the actual proper stuff um, kind of starting in the next week or so. Yeah, and obviously the it's, the summer means there's obviously transfer activity going on both in and out. Like outgoings, probably Kieran Bebeckery, probably the biggest kind of loss, would you say? Yeah, but oh, hmm. I know, I wouldn't say so. I'm sure probably Paddy McKay would be our okay. biggest one. And just because Paddy offers you so much in so many different positions, like he can virtually play anywhere. And every week he's like a seven, eight out of ten without fail. Kieran obviously is different because he gets you goals. Listen, he's a he's a terrific player. He was great for us. Um, but we knew, we knew he was never going to stay um coming on. We knew that after a few months, to be fair. Um, the phone was going non-stop for him, so now he's got himself a, a decent move to eventually have a medal, but um, no, I'm sure he'll do really well, but yes, he'll be a mess, yeah. What about incomings? Who's, like, who are you kind of brought in so far? We've brought in, I think we're at eight, we've brought in eight, um, we've brought in Mike McWilliams and Lee Whitmore from Rossville, they two have settled really well, done well, we brought in Reese Donaldson from Gart Cairn, who I've known previously from Glen Cairn, so I know what he can bring to us. We brought in Kevin Watt, a great striker. I mean, he's yeah. been, been around for a long time and scored a lot, a lot of goals. So we're hoping he can just continue that with us and take that over from where Keenan kind of left off and getting the goals. 
we've got Aidan Fellows in on loan from East Kilbride to the young player, but he's got a massive, massive future. So we've, we've beat quite a few clubs to get him in on loan, so that'll be good for us. And we've added in a couple of full-backs in uh, Liam O'Kane and Johnny Hogg. And we've brought in a youngster from Canvas Line 21's, um, Andy Lindsay, who very, very raw, but looks as though he's really got something about him. It just needs a wee bit of coaching, a bit of nurturing. I think he could be, he could do really well for us at points in the season. Very good. One thing, obviously, with the, the seven teams going down and obviously the conference is the second, third and fourth going into the first division. On paper, it looks a very competitive league. Is that fair to say? Yeah, all people keep people keep saying it's going to be the hardest league. But I don't agree with that myself. The Premier League is always the hardest league. Look, yeah. um, make no mistake about it. But I can see where people are coming from. Listen, there's a lot of clubs running about the same level, um, running about the same kind of squad depths and and player wise and stuff like that. So it'll be dog eat dog. I think um, every week. I'll be very surprised if somebody runs away with it. No, it's going to be a very tough league as well. But yeah, can your overall target for Cumbernauld? Where would be like what you what you kind of target in this season? Like if I was to say to you next season, what would you be happy with? What would you take you now? I think we've got to go straight back up. We've got to beat. It's in it's the the whole setup that the club's built to be in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of years has went through a bit of a rough time, but it's starting to settle back down itself now. Clubs and good. You get a great chairman and George Watson. who just he does everything for the club. Place looks great, facilities are great. So it's just built for the Premier League. And I know that I'm not going to sit here in line and say we'll just try and do as well as we can. No, our target is to go straight back up. Brilliant. Well, we wish you all the best for the season ahead, Tony. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Speak to you soon. So it's a pleasure to welcome the Johnson Borough manager, Jamie McCann, to the show. Jamie, it's a pleasure to welcome you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here, Scott. Brilliant. How are we? All good, all good. Yourself? Aye, all good, mate. All good. You're looking forward to getting into the, the season. The overall thoughts from last season, third in Conference A obviously gets you a spot in the first division. It was an overall good season, wasn't it? In the end, aye. We took our time to cement that final place, but if you offered me that at the start of the season, I think we'd have taken it. So I think we, we probably had quite a poor start, which left as well a lot of work to do, um, which we can't afford to do this year. Mm-hmm. But we, we finished, I think, with six or seven games to go. We we knew what we had to do and where we wanted to be. And it was obviously good that we achieved it. I just, I think it would have been interesting how far we could have went if we could have got what well, well, form we got later in the season. If we could have got that earlier, it would have been interesting to see how far we could have pushed. But I'm, I'm happy with it in the end up. Yeah, absolutely as well. Obviously, it's been a quick turnaround for last season. But it's been kind of, how's it kind of been to get bodies in and things like that? It's tough. Um, I think in terms of your actual games, I think there's 13 weeks for us between the end of last season and the start of this competitive one, mm-hmm. which it sounds a lot, but when you take in like a six or seven week pre-season, you only really have a few weeks to, to have a rest or whatever and, and get your players in the goal. So it has been a quick turnaround. Um, but I think we're all just looking forward to it, see, especially after the COVID period. Yeah. Um, and everybody been out of the game for a bit. It's it's good just to be back in a, a proper pre-season and, and kind of a season you know is going to finish. Yeah. Well, hope anyway, so it's... No. Good, um, but I think now we've, we've had quite a good pre season and a lot of a good challenges, so we're really looking forward to just getting back into it properly. Very good, obviously. The some transfer activity, the couple of players we brought in Aidan Duffy for Morton Reserves, he looks a good player, and obviously Kieran Brophy, who done really well last year at Nielsen. What's been kind of what was your kind of thoughts behind them, and obviously who, who else you kind of brought in so far? We've, we've brought in, I think, we've brought nine players in. Um, 
I think we'll, we'll have the same core of players for the last maybe three years. And that's it's went well for us. But I think going into this league, this is, this is the highest level that we've played at and we've competed since we came, in, came into the club. So I think it, it did. the squad definitely needed freshened up um, or strengthened in the areas where I felt last year that, that we needed it to compete in the conferences. And we've, we've went for players of the calibre that we think we need to compete in the, uh, the league one this year. So I think we've, we've, we've signed two new goalkeepers. Um, we've strengthened across kind of the back four. We've brought a centre-half in, a right-back, uh, a, a new two new centre-midfield players, and then we've freshened up in the attacking areas, as you said, with Brophy, Duffy, um, and boys like that, and Sean Daly for under-21s as well. Mm. So there's, there's quite a lot there, but I think it's that's the build on what we've got, because I think we've already got quite a strong core um, that we've had for a few years now. Obviously, the captain was Stuart Fife there. Mm-hmm. Uh, boys like him, Kieran Brady, boys like Ryan Wallace came in last season. Boys like that, we've got a really, really strong core. I mean, the likes of Kieran Brophy, Ryan Connor, Jojo Gillespie, the team going forward. I think we, we look quite strong and we're able to compete. Yeah, absolutely as well. How's pre-season been? How's it been? How good's it been to get some games on there, Bill? Brilliant. Um, I think we, we try and we, we load it quite heavily with games. I think, as I said to you, we, we played, I think it's five games in nine days or something like that. But the thought process behind that is the more, I think, with 22 players at the moment. Mm-hmm. And it's more getting everybody up to speed of the being able to play 90 minutes rather than half the team getting maybe 60 minutes and the others coming on and getting 30. Mm-hmm. I don't think that benefits the players as much. So last week, I think we played Port on the Tuesday and then the Port on the Wednesday. And this week, we played Broomhill on Saturday, Ren through Monday, and we're away to Talbot tomorrow night. So it's, it's mm-hmm. a tough schedule for the players. But I think come the end of, uh, the end of pre-season, the start of the season, we'll see the benefits. Yeah, absolutely. So it has been tough, but that's the kind of games we're looking for. See, mm-hmm. to challenge them and they almost feel as if they're competitive matches all mm-hmm. over friendlies. So yeah. I think it, it works for us. Yeah, definitely as well. Obviously, you mentioned there about the seven coming down for the Premier Division and the, the second, third and fourth for the conferences. It's going to make for a really competitive league, would you agree? 100%. I think uh, it's, it's so strong. I, I think I've seen about, um, people talking about who's going to be top three, bottom three. I don't think you can predict that league at this stage. I don't think anybody can look at it and go there. They're going to be the front runners or they're going to be the whipping boys. I don't think there's anybody that you can look at and, and be precise in where they're finishing at the moment. So it's definitely an exciting one. Yeah. Obviously, you mentioned there about COVID as well. Like the two years, it's been kind of stop start. How good is it just to get a, a proper pre season, a proper kind of plan for the next season? It's brilliant. It is, it is, it's, I think we all missed it. We all know we missed it. Um, and to be fair, we're probably a club that benefited from it and gave mm-hmm. us time to get our facilities and stuff up to scratch. And, and get ourselves at the level we wanted to be at. But uh, being out there, being in the grass, training, pre-season, you can't get much better than actually yeah, being absolutely. and doing the stuff, you know. So I'm really looking forward to it. And I think there's a buzz about our squad at the moment, about our club, but everybody's looking forward to it because, obviously, you know, we've had a tough few years there. Um, in the last few years, we've progressed uh, to a good extent. So this year, it's, it's the most exciting for me so far because, as I said, it's the best level we've competed at. And you want to go test yourself against the best teams. So it's just to see how far we can go this year and, and what we can achieve. And what about your overall target for the season? Like, what would you be? What's your ambitions for where, where you want to finish? Really, we, we want to finish as high as we can. It's the same every year. I think um, no matter what league you're in, you want to go and finish as high as we can uh, and compete. And I believe we can. Obviously, it's the same as most years. We're going to probably the smallest budget in the league. But that doesn't prevent us from believing that we can go and achieve good things and, and go and compete with the biggest budgets. Because at the end of the day, when we go, it's, I think a lot of this year will be down to the attitude and the application of the players. I mm-hmm. think every squad will have talented players 
And to me, I keep marking into our players and outs about who wants it most. Yeah. So I think uh, for us at this stage and where we're at as a club and where we are as a squad and a team, uh, we're not going to make any dark predictions. We just want to go and be competitive and finish as high as we can. And I think we've got players that, that can help us do that. Well, we're wishing you all the best for the season ahead, Jamie. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. No problem, mate. Absolute pleasure. Thanks. 